you don't just go from here to the top and it, it doesn't work that way. Right. So at any given point, you may have a people problem. You may have a process problem. We have to figure out what that is. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Ribbons, your host for Next, a podcast dedicated to connecting women through stories, inspiration, and actions that empower resilience, leverage change, and celebrates their next. If you have lived half a century, certainly you have valuable skills, knowledge, and something you can share. Creating online courses on an appealing platform is another way to reach your audience, deliver your knowledge, and create an income source. I've been a Kajabi user for over five years, and I'm continually impressed with the amazing capabilities, options, excellent support, and the dedication to continue to innovate and provide the very best to their users. It's everything you need from soup to nuts to house your pearls of wisdom and share with others. To get your first month free, go to www.nextcareerlife.com backslash income. That's www.nextcareerlife.com backslash income. And get your first 30 days for free. Today's guest knows about life changes and pivots, and her story is a great example of how to meet and leverage change. Christine Trumbull's business acumen led her to create and grow a successful boutique accounting firm. She then decided to sell it and help her husband multiply his business five times and into success until he became ill and sadly passed away, a loss that she hadn't foreseen. Facing the grief and giving herself the time she needed to heal, she found her passion. Christine is taking everything she knows about scaling businesses to new and powerful heights and working with women who want to step into their power and reignite their business. She shares her genius through coaching and a new business program that we'll hear about today and has launched a podcast to spotlight fierce women and their stories. Welcome, Christine. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Um, Okay, so... I know about you, but I would love for the for my audience to hear a little bit about your story because you have met challenges and changes not only in business. I mean, that's we'll talk about that, but just in your personal life. Yeah. So, yeah. I as as you said in the intro, I I am a CPA by trade, and I spent a lot of time in uh, private industry, uh, and then I migrated into public accounting. So I had a nice insight to small business owners and what they really needed. And that translated very nicely to in a time when accounting firms were taking on that whole business consulting concept. So when I um, created my, my, my own firm, I was able to really focus on the business consulting portion of it. And then tax and accounting were a nice add in. But when you're on your own after about 14 years, that kind of, you get burnt out. Uh, so I did, I went to work with my, at the moment, at that time, my fiance, and uh, we, we ended up getting married, obviously, and then we had a great time, you know, growing that business and um, doing really very well uh, and, until he got sick and, and passed away. And then that business went to his, um, his adult children, his son, and, um, and I chose not to, to stick around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. So, and so then um, left with that sort of huge, open, vast, right. You know, void, huge void, both in personal and in business. Yeah. 
wow, you got hit with a double whammy. I mean, that is I, yeah, huge. I, I got, I got hit on all sides. I mean, yeah. I lost my, my, my quote unquote job, my, you know, um, I lost my husband. I lost, uh, I ended up, uh, selling the house, um, because it just wasn't, I was, I couldn't stay there. Uh, so all of that really happened in a matter of, of months, uh, less than a year. Uh, so I just spent the next year, uh, I spent a considerable amount of time in my camper. <laughs> what do you mean? Did, wait, wait, did you just like get in your camper and go traveling? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I just went up and down the East coast. Um, and, well, uh, I'm sorry, but have you seen that movie Nomadland? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Just go ahead. Because yeah, that's what they do. They just kind of travel around. So I was wondering, yeah. did you come across any of those people? No, I didn't. It was, it was, you know, it was a pandemic. So I really didn't, you know, no. There yeah. were a lot of, I mean, you know, obviously there were a lot of people out, but, uh, and I just spent a lot of time hiking and uh, really uh, I hadn't been hiking in many, many years. I'd done it uh, as a child and as an adult for my entire life. Um, so I, I was able to get back out and, you know, the woods really are good for the soul and, uh, you know, finding some mountains and getting elevation and, you know, just really, um, just grounding myself again. And, uh, it, it was just, it was very, it was, it was something I needed to do. Oh my gosh. You just said that was so power packed with so many great things to talk about. <laughs> First and foremost, I love that you went like you hit the road because mm-hmm. you were like beginning a new journey. So what better than to just get out there and explore? Right. That's one of the five things that you do when you're, when you're going through a transition. Like you start just exploring <clears throat> and living your life and kind of getting back to your true self. And it's not that you lost your true self, but you were playing a lot of roles. And those like someone took a pair of shears and just cut them right off. Absolutely. And so you had to grow a new kind of what is my next, right? So that, and then you, I, I love that you did that. And then also too, there's this thing it's called, I, I have to pull down my book right now and, sh- and talk about this forest bathing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, she, she, do you know about it? This book sure it's, it's called forest bathing by Dr. King Lee and it's Shinrin Yoku. That's a Japanese word. And it is an actual health practice in Japan where they, have you you go and you bathe in forests meaning that what they give off these these trees these yes they're mostly cedars and things like that um conical type trees when you go into the forest it's it really heals you so uh, it's like you intrinsically knew yeah to go do that I'm and so, then so i wrote that book down i will be getting that because <laughs> it is so powerful and i and my daughter during the pandemic was stuck in a, in a city she lives on the east coast she was in hoboken and they were stuck inside looking out at just concrete and they heard sirens that's all they heard all day long because it was really bad yeah. and i just have to say that i sent her you know some of the oils and the um what are the atomizer the, the little, little things so that she could kind of keep in a healthy space right in her mind and in body but that's a whole other thing but another thing is too is that you went on a, like a a journey you were walking and hiking and mm-hmm. I can't tell you how helpful that is for me when I'm trying to get an answer when I'm just trying to sort things out and I'm really quick at going hey wait I, I'm anxious I don't feel right and I hit the road I start walking I love hiking I'm a I love it I love it and and so I just think you just you did such a great thing for yourself. What a great example right there for anyone who's listening to get themselves back on track Yeah, and do, you know, and you gave yourself that space. You didn't start trying to perform 
and do, and, well, and, <clears throat> you know what I mean? I did. <laughs> oh, you did? You didn't like. You didn't like try to do. While I was while I was in the camper, I'm a type A control freak. Go go. You know, intense. Gotta. You know, I am not worthy unless I'm producing something. So yeah, there was a whole lesson. Oh yeah, there were lots of lessons learned, and um, you know, I, I did. You know, I did fumble, do some fumbles, and that's okay. Um, and I'm glad I did it. You know, because I did learn that it's okay not to be producing something all the time. It's okay to step back and, you know, take care of me, especially we as women. I mean, you know, every woman knows this. We don't, we take care of everybody else. We don't take care of ourselves. And I really had to step back and go, you know, Christine, you just spent two years, technically more than two years, taking care of your husband, his business, those kids, all of that stuff. Yeah. Now it's time to step back and take care of you. So I'm, you know, I, oh, believe me, I had my, my, <laughs> my, my moments too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love what, I mean, you and I, I mean, we live far away from each other, but I think we, you and I would be fast friends because I'm the same. And I've had to go through that journey of that whole, like, you know, my dad used to be like, you know, come in my door at seven o'clock in the morning with his coffee and saying, you're sleeping today away. You know, yeah, that okay. productivity, we got to be productive. We got to be, yeah. then you, you get into these roles. Like you were saying, helping with your husband's business, taking care of your husband when he was ill, then the whole family and all you had all these roles. You were so diluted into those and you were probably doing fantastically because us a types, of course we show up and <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. but, but it, it can just be to the point where you, you got to reset. Right. And you have to contract in order to expand. Right. So you did everything right. To But it's so funny that you said it because that's part of the journey too is realizing, wait, you know what? They're grownups. Those yeah. people have other people in their life. I don't have to go in and do la, la, la. I don't have to be da, da, da. And it's just a sort of complete across the board reset, right? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's huge. That's powerful. So what was this period of time? How much time did you take doing this? Oh, I pretty much took, took the year. Um, I mean, I, I would jump in and jump out. Um, I built a house. Uh, so, and I sold a house and I built a house and there was a time, several months between the two. So I was completely living 24 seven in the, in the camper. Uh Um, and I would come back and, and, uh, you know, crash at my mother's for, uh, a little while for a day or a couple of days or whatever reset and, and go back out again. But it was, it was pretty much the year. And, you know, I was off and on, you know, trying to reconcile with loss and trauma and, uh, you know, the, the, the mixed family dynamic that went south very, very quickly. Uh, and, and, you know, what do I, what do I want to do with myself? Um, you know, and, and those types of things. And, you know, I, I, um, I knew I wanted to work. I didn't know. I mean, he, we were, we did well enough. I was in a position where I technically could have retired, but I feel young. So I wanted to, you know, I, I wanted to do something, but I wanted it to have purpose. Um, but yeah, I, I took the, I took pretty much the whole year and, and, you know, was dabbling in and out as I was really trying to define the direction that I wanted to go in. I think that is so brilliant that you took that time and 
and you build a house, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, right? Like we do that. And then we just yeah. try to figure life out and try well, to... Well, I didn't build it. Somebody else built it no, for me. All the decisions, believe me, all the decisions that are, you know, that take building yeah. a house, you have to make a billion decisions. Oh, yeah. So, and be, you, you know, you have to be like, hey, wait a minute, you know, and watch things and stuff. So it's it's yeah. a lot. And yeah. so that's just funny. That makes me laugh because you, you and I are cut from the same cloth. But also to just briefly want to say that um, I am remarried. And I adore our mixed family. Uh, they're all adults, um, but I have no false expectations about, you know, when it, it when and if it's just me, how that's going to go. Because, right. um, you know, I'm not their mom and they're, we all get along, you know what I'm saying? But I just know that that's a sticky situation. Yeah. And I'm sure anyone who is a quote unquote stepmom, but I'm really not a mom to them, but you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. a, and so it's one of those things where, where you, um, I think you you um, step back in a way that is you know graceful and yeah yeah and I think you did that I think you did you right just have, you just it, it's best <laughs> it's best I think it is and so yeah. they'll reach out to you if they need you because they've got their mom they've got you know so that's how I feel but they anyways were, go ahead yeah, they were they were grown adults when yeah. we got married and yeah no. Same with me. My, my kids are grown. His kids are way grown. And so it's like, you know, it's not, I, I don't expect anything out of that. And I, right. and we, but we all are kind to each other and that's how it should be. So, but, but also too, you know, then after this year and you had this time, what were the thoughts going on about what your next would be? Oh, <laughs> there were a lot of thoughts. <laughs> Um, and they changed sometimes daily and definitely uh, and sometimes hourly. Um, I, you know, I knew I wanted, um, I knew I wanted to have a purpose and I knew I wanted to be, um, you know, everybody talks about, you know, having a purpose and finding your purpose and finding your why. And when I was in the firm, you know, tax returns and consulting really does never equated to a purpose for me. <laughs> um, so that was, that was always a bit of a struggle. But um, as I was climbing these, these mountains and, you know, doing these things, um, I would, uh, you know, I'd share on social media and whatever, cause you know, I thought it was cool. <laughs> and, and I apparently, um, you know, unbeknownst to me and certainly with no intentions was getting responses of how inspiring I was and, you know, inspiring people to get out on the trail or, or, you know, that I was able to, you know, come back from, from all of this. And because everybody, I mean, everybody knew if if the people that know me know that David was the love of my life. Um, So it was, it's, it was, this is, you know, uh, okay. (laughs) We're not going to go there. Um, But so I'm like, okay, well, I never really intended, nor did I want to be inspirational um, to anybody that just really isn't, you know, I don't wake up in the morning and go, I'm going to be an inspiration. Um, (laughs) um, I was just trying to get through the next day, you know, Uh, but I, it did help me realize that um, I, I, everything that I've learned and everything that I've realized about myself over this past year, you know, if, if I can get through this kind of muck and crap, yeah. excuse the, the, the expression, then, then, and, and continue to create, then so can other people. And if I can, and especially women, and if I can help women, I have a unique 
experience and ability to help people develop and grow companies. And if I can help women who statistically rank so far down in the revenue and profit generating statistics of business owners, if I can help them start climbing those statistics and climbing up on those numbers and getting through those challenges that they are experience, experiencing and, and, what's, and the obstacles that are holding them back, then that's worthy of getting up in the morning. And that's worthy of, of, of continuing to do what I do. And now I've got a reason. Um, so that, that it kind of morphed into, into that. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm trying to do now. I think that is just amazing, Christine. Um, you know, we, like I said, we have to, you know, kind of contract before we can expand. <clears throat> Looking back, we get to a place in our life, I think midlife, where we're like, we've accomplished, been there, done that, but I'm in no way done, like what you right. were just saying. Right. And so it's got to be meaningful. It's got to have some purpose to it. Like if I'm going to get up and really give my energy to this, I want it to have some type of meaning. And, and, and I just love that you thought that through. And then also you're able, able to distill, and this is what I'm assuming you can tell me about how you work, but you're able to distill, you know, say a person's running a business and they're so overwhelmed and they can't see where, you know, they're, the forest for the trees are just, ugh. and right. so you're able to help them because you talk in your terms and maybe they're, they're a different sort of mindset and you can help them to distill where they could do better, mm-hmm. maybe paint that picture for them. Mm-hmm. And then they want that picture because they're telling you that. Right. And then how can you break it down? Do you break it down in steps for them? Do you help them to see it where it's not like this huge mountain, like you were climbing and during right. all of your, but you, you are able to help them scale, but understand. So tell me how you work mm-hmm. and how that's all, how you just started to develop this, this program of yours. So we work, um, uh, I meet business owners where they are. And usually, you know, we work on a platform that there are four decisions that every business runs on and it's strategy, execution, people, and cash. Mm-hmm. And, you know, based on wherever your business is at, wherever you are, yeah, yeah owners typically, and, and, and businesses is like climbing Everest. You go up, you have to acclimate a little bit. You go up, you have to acclimate a little bit. Sometimes you go back down. Sometimes you go back down even further. Sometimes you go back up again. Yeah. You know, and it's, you don't just go from here to the top. And it, it doesn't work that way. Right. So at any given point, you may have a people problem. You may have a process problem. We have to figure out what that is. And that is that will determine where your starting point is. You may need to start off with strategy. You, you may, if you don't know where you're going, if you don't know where the train, I, I equate the, the, the business is a train and you, the business owner, have an idea of where you want the train to end up your challenge is getting, making sure that the train continues to stay on the track and go there and that your people are on the same train going in the same direction. Yeah. So, you know, you may have a fantastic strategy, but if you don't have the right people, then you're not going to be able to execute it well. And sometimes you, if you have a really good strategy, even though you have, you know, half okay people, you might be able to execute it. Okay. But you're leaving a lot of money on the table and you won't be able to scale. And then, of course, scale costs money, and I've seen lots of companies grow exponentially and very rapidly and, and go bankrupt because they did not manage the cash properly. 
So we look at all of those four areas and wherever you, you know, you, you kind of fall out on in, in like, you know, basically an assessment, you know, where are you struggling the most? That's where we start and we build out from there. Um, and, and that's, you know, we take it, we take it all the way to the end and as far as you want to go with it. Okay. You just said like, wow. That was a lot. lot. I mean, it's, no, it's but not. I, I love because I have questions, of course. There's no magic pill. <laughs> no, no, but but okay, the people problem, that that one you caught me on because that I think is like your biggest asset are the people that are working oh. for you because you cannot do everything yourself. Absolutely. So hard to find good people. Mm-hmm. And also too, we might get uh, into relationships with people as far as we really think that they're, they're handling so much when maybe, we, so how do you help people, how do you help your clients? Mm-hmm find or, or um, discern who's the best person. Maybe you look at the numbers and get like this department is, is getting paid all this and I don't see the value or how do you talk to them about that? So the first thing, you know, it's about getting the right butts in the right seats, doing the right things. Right. And I never tell anybody to hire on skill. I tell them to hire on personality Mm-hmm. And because you can, you know, as long as you have somebody who has the will and the desire and the drive, yeah. you can teach them anything. Right. So you want somebody who's going to be, you know, in, in that seat, showing up every day, willing to jump on that train and go with you and want to go with you. Yeah. And that's not, you know, 10 years as a, as a, as an accountant or 10 years as an insurance expert. And I've got, you know, my, my BS and my, you know, and all of that stuff. That's some, that's, that's a personality trait and you have to really determine what that is. The other thing is once you do have the right people in the, in the right seats doing the right things, you have to make sure that, that, that you know what they're doing and that they're doing it. And they need to know what they're doing and that they're doing it. And that's basically, you know, key performance indicators, um, key performance metrics, whatever you want to call them. They're, you know, assigning a specific goal, action, task, rock. Again, you can call them all kinds of things, Mm -hmm. but you want that person to achieve a something by a certain period of time. And there's a quantitative measurement to that. If you can hit all of those factors and that something, that goal, action step, whatever, is directly related to the company's end goal, then you're going to be able to consistently make sure that the company is going in the right direction. Again, on the, tra- in the, tra- on the train, going down the right track to the right, to the right place. You're also going to be able to keep your people motivated, happy, showing up, you know, how you lead your people is, go, is a lot different than managing people. And that's, that's a whole other different. <laughs> that's, yeah. that, that's a four hour half day seminar. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's, it's a lot. And, and people, yeah. people are what make our experiences what worth living, but also too, they build the companies. And, they, yes. and at the end of the day, it's people and those relationships that are so important. We can't do it alone. Right. And, and that's really, you know, pretty dynamic. Um, and, I just went blank. I was going to ask you a question, but I, I, I wanted to ask you quickly, what, what is your type of perfect client? Like, are they at the bottom level? Are they already uh, have some traction, but they're not getting where they want to go? Who's your perfect client? Yeah. So a perfect client is somebody who's had some traction, but they, they are probably not getting any more traction. They've gotten to, 
you know, they've gotten to a certain point and they just can't seem to take it over, you know, over that next hurdle. Um, you know, dealing with a lot of overwhelm, you know, caught up in the whirlwind of the day and putting out, you know, fires every minute. The, you know, the, the, the people who, the, you know, when they're hit with the concept of, of interviewing for one more employee or even the concept of taking on one more customer or client just makes their head explode because they can't, they're like, how are we going to do that? That's my ideal client. Um, and then add on some, you know, they need to be nice, <laughs> you know, positive yeah. and willing to, and, and, you know, and willing to, to work with somebody and realize, recognize that they do need the help. Um, then, then probably the most important is they need to, um, this was very important for both my husband and myself. Um, uh, they have to recognize their people and that their people are the ones that are helping them take that company to where it's going. Yeah. So they have to be the type of people who are growth oriented and respect and, and, and cherish their staff. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to you know, get taken advantage by your staff, but you do have to actually understand that your people are the ones that are taking you there. Oh, I love that you said that because a lot of times that gets lot, you know, set by the side of the road as everyone's, you know, burning this path forward and they forget it's the people that are building it. And it's hard because as you're building a, a company or a business, you're working to get more business. You're mm -hmm. working to sustain that business. Mm -hmm. And then you've got to get more people to sustain the business. And then you're, it's this whole, so you're doing it all at once. It's like juggling all these things. And so it's, it's certainly if you're just trying to handle it without any guidance, Mm -hmm. it, 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 it can go a little wonky. Right. And I, that's why I think it's so important to have coaches and everyone who is successful in the world has a coach, Everybody at has least a one. Okay. Now I remembered what my question was. Mm -hmm. This new hybrid work situation where people are going to be probably a little more fluid working remotely, par partially. Um, how do you see that working within how you're coaching and and helping people um, to build their businesses. Yeah, it, it, it's, it actually um, doesn't, it hasn't really bothered me at all. Even when I had the accounting firm way back when, I had, I had uh, tax clients in Germany. So <laughs> I've, yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah, I've always embraced, you know, the, the virtual concept from the moment I opened the doors way back when, before virtual was a word. Um, so I, I love working with people from, you know, all, all across the country, um, and across the world. That's, that's not really an issue. Um, and, and, you know, business is still business. Uh, it, it, it's the, the, the concepts are fundamentally the same, no matter what country you're in. Taxes may be different, but business still is the same thing and people are still people. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, some people like being able to do it virtually better than they like doing it in person. Uh, but uh, there's some great, great software out there that uh, enables me to work with teams virtually. Um, and they like it because they can just kind of do it on their little laptops and they don't have to break off into other rooms and stuff like that. So <laughs> I think people are happy with it, to be honest with they you. Do. So. They do. They, I've found that it is perfectly fine. People are actually embracing it very well. So what my question really is, is that's great. That was a great answer, but I want to know as a coach, you're mm -hmm. probably helping 
these business owners sort of transition into this, this kind of remote workforce hybrid? How do you help them to hire? Do they hire outside? How do they, how do they manage that? Because it's a new way of looking at things. And how does that work? Like, okay. I, I, I don't think we all have the answers. I'm just going to say, hypothetically, <laughs> you know, Christine, what do you, what do you think is the best way to, to approach that? So, yeah, a couple of things. Uh, you know, the hiring aspect is really n- the, the concepts are not going to change. You still want to make sure you have the right person in the right chair doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, so how you go about hiring certainly can change your, the um, pool from, from which you are hiring now has just opened up globally for you. Yeah. Uh, so I think that has a lot of opportunity that some not as many as I think should be are taking advantage of. Um, In regards to keeping the team going in the same direction, that's about meeting rhythms. And there's a whole, again, that's another, you know, that could be another hour conversation um, about regular meeting rhythms and um, keeping people connected. And it can absolutely be done, even virtually, absolutely without without question. Um, It's just a, it's, it's a habit and a routine Um, and we, we have a saying, you know, routines will set you free. (laughs) Um, and you want to instill as many routines in the company as possible, but especially with people and especially virtually, you want to see them on a regular basis. Right. And then everyone knows what the structure is. They know what's expected. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, training, a uh, raising a child or training a puppy. Mm -hmm. If you have a schedule and you have that structure in place, Everyone knows what's expected. There's no, like, they don't, if you don't have that there, I honestly think it kind of gets a little too, like, no one's quite sure and they don't feel secure. So right. I think that you're right. I'm a, I'm a big believer in systems. Yes. Systems. Oh, I've, I've walked into some companies that didn't, woof. Yeah, no, they. <laughs> and they somehow just made it. Like they just sort of. In spite of themselves. (laughs) But the problem is is that the staff becomes disenchanted and they're just kind of walking around with no respect for the founders going, yeah, well, I guess I'll do this if I feel like it. Yeah, that's too bad. That's, that's, that's no good for them. That's no good for the company. Um, You know, and then when you go to work again, you want to feel like what you're doing has, has meaning and purpose and value, right? It's that's, that's really important. Okay. So Tell me about how you work as far as, do you have your coaching, you, you have a, a business program that you're working on. Do you coach just one-on-one? How do you work? So uh, typically, ideally, yes, it's the next level business program. And um, it, yes, I will work with people one-on-one, but ideally they'll probably get more from the group program um, in which, because it's, it, it, it also turns into a mastermind concept and I am a firm believer that um, you will that you can learn from other people going through similar situations as you. I do not have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell my children I do, but I really don't. You know? <laughs> um, so you know, it, it's it's really very it, it's highly educational for them to have that that group setting. And we do that, you know, with a, with a virtual platform, especially right now, I'm hoping to, you know, maybe next year um, have some really cool retreats. I would love to do that. Um, But, uh, but even in that group program, they get, you know, 
they still get, you know, some one-on-one time with me. Um, they get access to me. I am here. I, I don't want to work with, you know, 500 people all at the same time. I, I want to work with small groups at the same time. That way we all get to know each other. We all help each other. And, um, it, and you know, plus it's a little bit more affordable for them. <laughs> It is, but I agree with everything you said, because when you are in a group and you can hear other people's experiences and their growth journeys, then you can go, all right, they did it. And wow, that sounded that I thought my thing was bad, or I thought my situation was hopeless. And then they hear (laughs) someone else and they go, and then they hear what, what, you know, advice you might have or how you're guiding them. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is so, is so instrumental to have those groups and then have that like you're saying, you can, they can reach out to you because right. um, I, I work with coaches and um, it's, it's vital that I know that I can reach out to her and just say, what do you think about this? Absolutely. I could just go think that something's such a great idea and go jumping right in. And I need someone to be like, hmm, what do you think about? And then they right. have a different perspective. And I so appreciate that because yep. you just, you know, sometimes you just need to bounce stuff off people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that is really very cool. And also too, I don't think that, you know, when you try to reach a lot of people, it gets so diluted. I mean, it, I'm finding that the real key to what's coming up next in our workforce, in our lives and the way we're living is there's a lot of technology. There's a lot of AI. There's a lot of all of this going on. If we have a live person we can contact, if we mm-hmm. have a live person that's telling us a life giving story that we can be part of and connect with a community. Mm -hmm. It's key. That's why I think retreats are going to be uh, super important as well. Um, I love that you said that. Well, I want to build a relationship with these people. I mean, remember, go back to what I realized I wanted to do was to have a purpose and have an impact and really, you know, make that impact in somebody else's life. So that, that requires relationship Uh, at, at least in my my vision. I, I want to build a relationship with these people. I want to ha- play an active role in, you know, their growth and their impact and their, you know, their success. That's so awesome. that's not going to be, you know, me to a thousand. <laughs> right. And so, you know, there's some people that simply maybe can't afford it or they're curious. Mm-hmm. And so those are, you know, great for digital, a digital online course to kind of get them started in the thought process Right. But a lot of times um, they realize that it's best to have that person that they can connect to. Right. But like I said, that's maybe sort of the ground. A lot of, I notice a lot of people do that sort of to, as a bridge. Mm-hmm. But um, another thing that you're doing that I want to talk about is your podcast. Do you want to? Yes. Yeah. So I launched a podcast uh, not too terribly long ago on the 15th. And uh-huh. we ranked uh, all the way up at 29 in entrepreneurship. And even hit Hong Kong and Great Britain. I was uh, very excited about that. Having a lot of fun talking to some amazing ladies, mostly ladies. I did have a couple of guys on there. Uh (laughs) And we just have a lot of fun. We're business challenges, tips. Um, You know, I'm going to be talking to uh, someone today about color and uh, how that can, you know, manifest and do some I'm not sure yet, <laughs> but it sounds very intriguing. So I, I, I look forward to that one, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So you, when you talk, what is the name of your podcast? The climb with Christine. Sorry. 
not used to that yet. <laughs> yeah. Decline with Christine. That's wonderful. And I did listen to um, a podcast and um, I liked that you, you know, we bring in our challenges in life as well as in business and how we're able to pivot, uh, change lanes, leverage that change, make mm-hmm. it something that's happening for us instead of to us. And yeah. um, so it's really, I think, a very uplifting podcast because you don't just talk about, okay, this is a business plan. Right. It's really <laughs> interesting and it's, it keeps you engaged because you right. want to hear the person's story. Right. And as far as color goes, in my past life, um, I was an interior architect. I'm a, I'm a credentialed for a long time. And color is a very powerful thing. So you probably enjoy that, that conversation. I do believe, yes, I do believe color is very powerful. Um, right now, my, in, in my brand and, and me is, is a lot of green, um, which I'm getting a lot of um, uh, flack for with my marketing people that it's very muted. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, you know, I'm it's speaking to me right now. So you're going to have to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> How funny that I wore my green, my green jacket today. See mm-hmm. that this color, this citron color would look very good on you, but I know it's, <laughs> it's kind of bright, isn't it? But yes. at the same time, when you're looking at a screen or anything like that, it, it, it does show up better. So that's another, that was another thing I did way back when is, was uh, costuming and movie and TV. So Excellent. See we, how we, we, we go through changes and, and pivots in life, and then we continue to add on. Yep. And I love that your story is all about how you've taken all this really rich experience that you've had, but you knew that you just didn't want to go back to like the cubicle nation world, and you wanted right. to make, make something super fantastically happen. And I understand, I, I, I believe that you will. I think that you're going to really touch a lot of lives, both with the podcast as well as is with your coaching. I think both are fantastic. So what going forward, what do you hope for? What do you, what do you hope to, to do anything? Oh yeah. Going forward, I, I, um, I, I want to continue to try to make an impact with people. Um, I'm working on uh, setting up a foundation um, to help women in business. Haven't quite worked out all those kinks yet. And um, I just, keep climbing. I'm going climbing the end of this week and I'm going to go do Rainier in June. And I'm actually working on plans to go to Everest next in 2022. So yeah, just keep climbing my own mountains and. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Have you climbed the mountain in California? You know, the uh, uh, strayed, you know, the journey that she did that whole path through California. Oh, oh the P- Pacific Crest Trail? Yeah. Trade, Elizabeth Strayed? No, I have not. Um, I have not done that. That's a very, I don't, um, not looking to give up four months of my life. <laughs> it's, it's a very long trail. And I like my feet, like her feet. Remember this in the story, her feet just sounded, it just sounded so Well, my, my toenails are not the prettiest anymore either, but uh, <laughs> her boots were too small. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, so, but you know I'm going to. My son and I are going to be doing um, uh, a lot, if not all, of the um, Appalachian Trail this year. We've done a lot of it already over the years, but we're going to do a consistent, focused effort on it this year. So, wow, that is so incredible, and I just really applaud you because you have really been through it, and you come out 
even like a diamond, like sparkling. And I'm so thrilled to have met you and to be connected to you. Thank, um, you. thank you so much for taking the time today to speak with me. I think that a lot of people will really enjoy this, this podcast. Thank you. Take care, Christine. You too. Thank you for listening. Links to mine and my guest social media, as well as other resources you might enjoy, are all in the show notes. Why not take a quick 10-minute quiz to help find the right resource for you? Download the Compass mini course or browse the resource page and see what the next community has to offer. All available at www.nextcareerlife.com. Enjoying the show? Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share the show with a friend or coworker. Word of mouth is still the best way to find out about new podcasts. Until next time.